0: Thanksgiving. It was first celebrated in 1621 as a three-day fall harvest feast, shared by Wampanoag and Native Americans and colonial pilgrims. They didn't have turkey, their pumpkins weren't made into pie, and their cranberries weren't made into sauce. I love all the comfort foods of modern Thanksgiving, but the gluttony makes Hootie feel like an overflowing bowl of stuffing. I'm Hootie, and you're listening to Hootie the Foodie.
1: He may be 10 years old, but he's an expert. You're listening to Hootie the Foodie.
0: In this episode, we're going to talk about Thanksgiving and explore how we can tweak some of the traditional Thanksgiving side dishes so they taste really good but are also good for us. My guest is a personal chef and recipe developer who mixes her passion for creating in the kitchen with her health-conscious lifestyle. Elizabeth Lee, welcome to the podcast
1: thank you thank you for having me
0: let's talk about your background when did you start having an interest in cooking
1: so when i got married and i had to start cooking i realized that i really did start enjoying it i never cooked before i got married i never helped out in the kitchen or anything like that but as soon as i had to i realized how much fun it was (laughs) and i fell in love with it that was it that happened to me too but just for eating Mm -hmm. food What were some of your favorite dishes growing up? I always loved protein. Protein was always my go-to. I always loved good chicken, good fish, good meat, protein. Do you have people in your life or professional chefs who you look up to as inspiration? I do. My parents definitely play that role. My mom is so quick in the kitchen. She is efficient and she just gets it all done. And my dad is more of the perfectionist, but they both cook alongside each other, and it's fun to see them cook together, and I definitely have taken good tips from both of them, so. Do you cook with your husband? I uh, don't. No. <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> you like
0: to develop recipes that are on the healthier side. Where does that come from?
1: So I always had a very health-conscious lifestyle growing up, especially in high school, always exercising, always finding healthier foods and definitely eating more healthy and clean. And then when I started cooking, when I got married, I started looking up recipes because I was really starting from scratch. And I just found that so many of the recipes were so complicated. And I felt like it was unnecessarily complicated. I felt like they had so many unhealthy ingredients that didn't really need to be there. So I just decided to start making up the recipes on my own, but in a healthier way. So, oh, uh, Were you self-taught? Yeah. Do you think that healthier food can still taste really great? I do. I think sometimes it even tastes better, surprisingly.
0: Very surprising. Yeah. Even carbs?
1: Yep, especially yeah. carbs.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, that just blew my mind. What are your memories of Thanksgiving meals with your family?
1: Uh, memories of Thanksgiving meals. They were great. We always had Thanksgiving dinner. We always had so much fun. You know, we all started cooking early in the day. So cooking was definitely a big part of Thanksgiving, just as much as eating, I would say. So it runs in the blood? I guess so. <laughs>
0: what kind of foods did he cook?
1: Um... Growing up, it was more of the basics, I would say. The turkey, the green beans, the mashed potatoes, the gravy, cranberries, you know, all the basics.
0: The traditional stuff? Yeah. In your opinion, what is unhealthy with traditional Thanksgiving foods?
1: So if you were to go through a lot of the recipes that are, you know, thanksgiving theme, a lot of them are very heavy, and they consist of the recipes call for margarine, butter, heavy cream, you know, a lot of soy, a lot of added chemical-y type of ingredients that I personally prefer not to use just because, you know, they're so unhealthy. So I feel like Thanksgiving is definitely a struggle for a lot of people who don't know how to cook healthy because the recipes really do call for all that, including cornstarch and corn syrup and, you know, all the margarines and butters.
0: Do you know off the top of your head some of the chemicals?
1: Not off the top of my head. If I were to pull up some, uh, I don't even have those products in my house. That's the truth, so I probably <laughs> don't know. But um, when I do look at products, I really just try to get the most organic and, you know, least amount of ingredients possible per product.
0: Yeah. Do you have anything you can't resist? Um, I don't
1: think so. I think I have pretty much made all the Thanksgiving dishes in a healthy way that I actually prefer at this point to eat them you know the healthy version of it yeah
0: when it comes to the turkey are there more or less healthier ways to prepare it
1: sure a lot of recipes do call for butter or margarine or something of that sort i would prefer to use healthier and cleaner oils so using a more clean olive oil or avocado oil or something like that you know or you can buy a cleaner version of a butter so like an earth balance or a smart balance as opposed to margarine is definitely something that i would recommend for people to do if they are going to cook a turkey with butter and all that kind of stuff in terms of stuffing also there is definitely a way you can switch it up i like to use oats for my stuffing or rice instead of using bread and all that stuff for stuffing (laughs) Do you taste
0: any difference when you do it healthier?
1: Yeah, for sure. There's definitely a difference. I would say, especially for kids, if you didn't grow up with that, it's more of an acquired taste, the healthier style. But once you get into it, it's very hard to go back. I have a hard time eating unhealthy prepared foods because I'm so used to the healthy flavors and my body's just adjusted to it and I actually like them better at this point, so... So if I want to stick to carbs, I shouldn't try it? For sure, carbs can definitely be made in a healthier way, for sure.
0: I'd love to get
1: some cooking tips, hacks, and recipes from you for your healthy
0: but tasty Thanksgiving side dishes, but first, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back to talk about healthier Thanksgiving cooking with Elizabeth Lee.
1: We're back to Hootie the Foodie.
0: Welcome back to Hootie the Foodie. I'm talking to personal chef and recipe developer, Elizabeth Lee. Let's get to it. Before the break, we promised some practical tips, hacks, and recipe ideas for our listeners to put together a Thanksgiving that our bodies might thank us for. Okay, I have my pen and paper ready. Oh, so my taste buds.
1: So, I would say my first tip that I always give, whether it's Thanksgiving, holiday cooking, or no matter what, is cooking clean. That is like my slogan, I would say. Cooking clean in multiple ways. First of all, of course, the ingredients that you choose. Try to pick healthier ingredients, but clean. You actually mentioned carbs. Carbs is not necessarily a problem, especially for young kids. I would say just cleaner. Cleaner means less chemicals, more organic, you know, more the way that the carbs are naturally born, I would say to the world, try to eat them like that instead of adding in all these unnecessary ingredients that really just are so unnecessary. So I would say clean cooking is my go-to. Clean ingredients and also clean space when you're cooking. Make sure that your kitchen is spotless. I never take a dish and make it dirty you know, by using it, cooking in it. If I have other dishes in my sink, my sink has to be completely empty when I start cooking, because I know that it's going to stress me out. If I look over and there are dirty dishes there, I'm just going to get anxious and overwhelmed. So I always have, you know, a clean sink, a clean dish, I keep a wet rag with me and I constantly am wiping my counter space just to make sure that stays clean. You don't want to cross contaminate anything that you're cooking. It's really just about keeping everything super clean and also sure that all your dishes are spotless and your kitchen is clean before you eat because he wants to sit down and have an amazing meal knowing they have to wash dishes after, not me. So I would say cleanliness is like my go-to clean in the food, in the kitchen, wherever you are, just, Keep it clean, you know?
0: Yeah, I do my chores, so this sink is always really high up with pots. <laughs> what side dishes are on your menu this Thanksgiving?
1: So I have a few go-to side dishes that I love to use for Thanksgiving. The first one, I use garlic truffle yams. They are so good. I use a golden sweet potato, golden yam. So it's a yam sweet potato. I don't know. Everyone's yeah, got yeah. It version of you know what's a yam and what's a sweet potato but these are white they're like golden so they're a little bit more yellow on the inside and i love to do it with a little bit of olive oil and salt garlic fresh garlic I use whole garlic cloves and I kind of put them around too I use some fresh thyme and then I put a little truffle oil on there it's so good it's a different twist to um, a Thanksgiving yam I also do a sweet potato pie which i absolutely love and it's also a hit it's a cleaner version of a sweet potato pie so it's mashed sweet potatoes and then i put it into a pyrex and then the topping i do oat flour brown sugar and pecans with a little bit of you know either canola oil or coconut oil mix it all together and you spread it out over the mashed potatoes, the sweet potatoes that are mashed, and you make, bake it and you make it super crispy, and it's so good. Again, it's a cleaner version of a sweet potato pie. No pie show? No pie show. I did make a pumpkin pie the other day that was vegan and gluten-free. I don't know the recipe by heart, but that was definitely a good one. I made it with coconut milk from a can. I used agave, I used coconut sugar. It's uh, agave? No or agave is from a cactus. It's like a maple syrup, but it's a little bit cleaner, um, a little bit less sugar than maple syrup, but it's from a cactus. It's super cool.
0: So the garlic truffle yams sound amazing. Aren't truffles like chocolate truffles?
1: No. So truffle is actually a mushroom and they are a little bit more expensive because they're very hard to come by. A lot of people say you can only find them in like random countries around the world. So they're super hard to come by and they use it into an oil and you can use, if you were to get a truffle itself, sometimes they go for crazy prices. So I use truffle oil. It's a little bit obviously less expensive, but you still get that truffle flavor and it's really delicious.
0: I'm not a big fan of sweet potatoes, even if they are in pie. Any thoughts for mashed potatoes? Oh, I love that creamy, buttery goodness. Now we're talking. What about you?
1: Mashed potatoes. I do it a little bit similar to my yams, where I use truffle. Boil again. The way I do my mashed potatoes, boil them basic, the way you were to make any mashed potatoes. Mash them up with a little bit of earth balance, a little bit of olive oil, fresh garlic, salt. That's it. You don't need you know any heavy cream, you don't need any milk. People put it in there, but you really don't need it, and it's just as good if you skip those ingredients. You can add a little bit of earth balance, like I said, if you do want that extra creaminess, otherwise olive oil is good enough. And then I spread it out into you know a longer pan, and what I do is I run a fork through it to kind of make it like uneven, I would say, instead of creamy, and then you stick it in the oven, and you bake it, and the top gets super crispy.
0: Yeah, I've it, never it, heard of making mashed potatoes that way. Yeah, they're really good. Butternut squash and Brussels sprouts. Not nah, too healthy for me. I don't have an opinion. <laughs> what about
1: you? I like that dish, actually, because Brussels sprouts, a lot of people do like them. Of course, most kids don't, but that's okay. I and mean, then I like to mix them with butternut squash, and I do sweet pecans, you know, like the little pecans that you can crush, throw those in with cranberries. And then what I do is I put olive oil, garlic, and salt, and then I actually sprinkle a little bit of coconut sugar all over it. So it gets a little bit of that sweet, you know, kick. And it's a really great twist. Coconut sugar is really good because it's not super sweet. It's not as sweet as sugar. It's obviously more organic and clean, but it does give it a little bit of that sweet contrast. So. That's my spin on that dish.
0: Okay, maybe I'll try it this time, but only for you.
1: Okay, fine, deal.
0: Ooh, I have an idea. What about making an edible bowl out of stuffing and filling it with turkey and gravy? Yum, do you have any ideas of how to do this?
1: Oh, that's a great question, I don't know. Do
0: you like the idea?
1: Of an edible bowl? Edible bowl stuffed with turkey and gravy. Sounds delicious. I'd have to do a little more research on that one, but it does sound good.
0: I've been alive for 10 years. That's
1: 10 chances. We never taste cranberry sauce.
0: What does it taste like?
1: Cranberries are really delicious. I love cranberries, but I like them a different way. I actually prefer them in a can, which is a little bit surprising, I know, since I'm super organic. I like cranberries when they're jellied in a can. So I always go to a health food store and I try to buy an organic jellied cranberry sauce in a can because, you know, of course, if you were to just buy an average one, there's definitely a lot of added ingredients in there that I don't want to put in my body. But you can for sure find a can of cranberries at a health food store that, you know, they have an organic one that doesn't have tons of preservatives in there. That's the way I like to do it. You know, everyone's got their own cranberry recipe, but that's definitely my favorite.
0: By the way you're explaining in a can, I've never seen it the other way, so that's very surprising the way you're explaining it. What's the other way?
1: So a lot of people take fresh cranberries, which I think you can actually buy them frozen. They kind of look like grapes, but they're a little harder, and you can boil them up with water and sugar and you can make them like that. I don't love that flavor. I don't love that taste, so I usually don't. That's why the jellied can better, but that's definitely a popular way to do cranberry sauce. Is it because there's too much sugar? Yeah, could be. I, I don't love the flavor of fresh cranberries, but some people like it. Elizabeth, please
0: tell us how our listeners can find you and follow you online.
1: Well, I'm on Instagram. I have a great Instagram page. It's Elizabeth Lee. I'm on Instagram and I provide recipes on my posts and my stories. I'm constantly cooking and posting recipes, you know, every day pretty much. And I also have a website, simplyblueagavebb.com, that has a lot of recipes from the last two years that I've had my website going. Tons of recipes that are all super clean and healthy. Most are gluten free and vegan. So that's a great option too. Yeah. How do you spell them both? So Elizabeth Lee is E L I Z A B E T H L E I I G H. No space? Yeah. No, just one word. That's my Instagram handle. And then my website is simply blue agave. So S I M P L Y B L U E agaveb com. It's a long one. What's a BB for? So it's actually interesting. When I started my blog two years ago, I created a logo that was a blue butterfly. And I wanted to have my blue butterfly as my logo, but I was using the name Simply Agave at the time, which I'm actually no longer using anymore, but my website is still under that name. And so I added the BB at the end of the Simply Agave just to include the blue butterfly. SimplyBlueAgaveBB.com? Yes.
0: Elizabeth, thank you so much for joining me and helping me with all of your expertise. I learned like a hundred new things right now.
1: <laughs> I'm so glad. Thank you.
0: Tomorrow's some audience. Thanks for listening. I'd love it if you shared me with your family and friends. I'm Hootie, I'm hungry, and you just listen to Hootie Hootie.
1: You've been listening to Hootie the Foodie. We hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, make sure to like, rate, and review in your podcast app and follow on Instagram at Hootie the Foodie. Till next time.